Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Welcome into the Landry Football Podcast Network for another um, edition of Scout's Eye on college football as we take you through kind of the winners and losers, the key Cliff Notes version of what happened in um, the early signing day, which has become the uh, biggest signing day with 80% of the kids signing in the early signing period. Um, a reminder uh, of us at LandryFootball.com, we break down in more detail than we can possibly give you here on the Landry Football Podcast Network. So make sure that you do a couple of things. Subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network where you can get all of our football content, college football, NFL, you name it. We got it for you. Also, uh, a reminder to uh, check out LandryFootball.com. Uh, get, take advantage of the holiday savings sale and get you a membership where you can get more detailed film room breakdowns on the players, teams, coaches, schemes on the college and NFL level. Um, we got it all for you. So on signing day, there's a lot of overreaction and reaction, and there is always going to be importance. The importance of recruiting <coughs> is it can't be – overstated uh, the the um, acquisition of players building a roster is well it's most important of all the things but along with that is how you develop players how you keep them in school how you develop them as football players and certainly developing them as human beings so that they're going to have a team first attitude and focus is important so the development is every bit as important, but it starts with players and you've got to have those guys. Um, the rankings are often um, missed and misevaluated and focused on who's actually recruiting them as to who's the best players. So it really comes down to proper evaluation. Um, and then it depends upon how your class shapes up. I mean, you may be focused a little bit more at one position over another based upon where your roster is or isn't. And therefore, you might get what you think's the best class you could get, um, whereas maybe getting more players that are ranked higher on some website that doesn't fit your needs, meaning, you know, you can't have you know, you've got to have a good balance. You've got to have a good offensive line, defensive line. You've got to have enough quarterbacks. You've got to have enough defensive backs. But, you know, if you don't have enough defensive linemen and you get, you know, maybe um, a year where you've got more players that are rated in the secondary better 
well, the answer is not to overload at that position if you are going to be bereft of talent up front or vice versa. So I think it's important to understand that the overall points and how they do it is not really the right way to do it. What I like to look at is how many players they have in the top 300 or so that they acquired. I think that determines the quality of their class. The quality of their roster depends upon what? It depends upon their ability to keep those players. It depends upon their ability of previous classes to have been recruited and developed. And so sometimes that doesn't always work one and the same. I, in my work that I do for college programs, I look at the top 300 or so players. Uh, so guys that are outside of that, and I, ha- I have looked at some guys that don't fit into that category, but not enough to say, well, this guy's better than that guy. Um, I don't know them as people uh, very well, uh, save for you know some exceptions. I know it's secondhand from the coaches that recruit the players, but I look at the players on film. As opposed to my work that I do for the draft, where I tend to know not only the film, but I see guys play in person and I know them a little bit more of their football character and personal character. So I have a better feel for the whole player than I do these um, high school prospects. With that said, some thoughts, idle thoughts, and we'll get into kind of maybe who looked like they were the best and why. But in terms of who won the day, I always look at, you know, kind of what were you able to do on signing day that was different than what we've talked about on previous podcasts or on LandryFootball.com going into the day. And I thought what Oregon did was phenomenal. They lost five-star quarterback Dante Moore uh, just to, on the eve of signing day, who flipped to UCLA. But they were quickly able to get Austin Novosad, a Baylor commitment, uh, a top a 10 or 12 quarterback in the country to flip over to them at Oregon. Huge. Wasn't the only one, though. Dan Lanning has done a really good job. They flipped five-star safety, Peyton Bowen from Notre Dame. Oklahoma had been recruiting him hard, and the Irish were trying to keep him, but Oregon was able to sign him. Good job there. In addition to Bowen, uh, in addition to uh, Novosad, they got four-star running back Jaden Lamar from Notre Dame and corner Dalen Austin from LSU. Um, they also landed a really good defensive end, Matayo Uyunglele, uh, brother of DJ, who's a top 50 overall prospect in this country, who chose Oregon over USC and Ohio State. Um, so they were looking to have what was maybe a top 15 class, and they turned it into a top five. What a finish. Unbelievable job. Now, they got a really good player in the transfer portal when they got Rhode Island offensive lineman, Johnny Cornelius, who had a lot of power five offers. Um, So really, really good day for them. Oklahoma, Brent Venables, congrats to them, and they needed some good news. They had a commitment from the number one dual threat quarterback in Jackson Arnold since January. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. 
Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. They were able to keep him which is huge when there was some talk that he might flip. They did a good job. They got in the transfer portal, Indiana freshman linebacker, Dason McCullough. For those of you that are members of LandryFootball.com, we talked about he was the probably the best player in the portal. You know, you think quarterbacks, people focus on that, but he is outstanding. His younger brother, um, Day McCullough, also committed to Oklahoma. So, Really good get for them. Day's a uh, outstanding safety. And so they've got a couple of um, staples to build around defensively. They've got Notre Dame defensive tackle transfer Jacob Lacey and tight end Austin Stogner, who transferred from Oklahoma to South Carolina, but going back to Oklahoma now. They also ended, uh, uh, landed uh, Buchel corner Kendall Dolby. Really, really good, uh, really good class for them. They helped themselves a lot. Not the not ranking the classes now. I'm not doing that yet. I'm just telling you who really won the day. Alabama. Um, NM last year had that great class and a great finish. Alabama had the number one class. They had more players, 20 of the top 300 players in the country. They got 20 of them. Um, and they finished strong. They started strong and finished strong. Um, they beat Ohio State on the defensive end, Keon Keeley, on December 12th. They flipped offensive tackle Caden Proctor from Iowa just on the eve of signing day. And then on signing day, they added, which was no surprise, we told you in our forecast podcast that they were likely going to be the ones that were going to lead the uh, the two teammates. Uh, from Montgomery, Jaquavius Rousseau, a linebacker, and uh, James Smith, a defensive tackle. So they've got 11 of the top 25 prospects in this class. 11. Okay, by comparison, AM had eight last year. So that best class of all time that AM had, it was beaten by Alabama. Better than Alabama's class. No question about it. And and AM's already start to lose some of those guys. Now, beating Georgia was a statement of its own because the second best class in the country was Georgia. More on that in a minute. Miami um, done a really good job. And it could have been even better, but they have been hot. And when you consider the season that they had and the concerns about their culture, pretty impressive that they were able to have the class that they were able to have. They have been hot, and they've put a full court press in recruiting, and they were able to flip defensive end Collins um, Ashing uh, Ashing Pong from Michigan. They added six more um, gets, including five-star Samson Okuna, running back Mark Fletcher, defensive end Ruben Bain, and 
a really good athlete that I'm not sure where they're going to play in the secondary, Christopher Johnson. They also went into the transfer portal to add former Alabama offensive line, Javian Cohen, and UCF corner, Devontae Brown. A really good get for them. Uh, Michigan had a really good day. They had a you know, good lead up into signing day. They added commitments from Hayden Moore, who flipped from Nebraska, safety Juwan Walker Jr. out of Ohio, and defensive lineman Roderick Pierce all in the same week. But they got some big moves from the transfer portal. Now, they're not big on the transfer portal game, but they've been really active this year. They got a commitment from Nebraska freshman linebacker Ernest Hossman, who had a really good first season for the Huskers, and East Carolina edge rusher Josiah Stewart. Uh, The offensive line, uh, been the best offensive line in the country for two years in a row. They added uh, Stanford Strake Nugent and Miles Hinton and Arizona State's Ladarius Henderson. So really good haul for them. UCLA have gone all in on the transfer portal, and they're kind of building their roster there. 14 high school commitments. So you can't look at the class and say numbers-wise, It's not going to get ranked really high, but what's the quality and what do they do in the transfer portal? They flipped five-star quarterback, Dante Moore, as I mentioned, from Oregon. Um, So that was a good get out of the high school ranks. And so they've got a really good one there. But they also brought in um, an outstanding receiver, Jeremiah McClure, and what was a really good um, prospect. So they did good in recruiting in terms of quality, if not quantity. Uh, On the downside, the... Ohio State, um, they had uh, they got a good get in Josiah Mitch, uh, uh, Mickens on Wednesday, but they lost a commitment with uh, Kay and Lee to Auburn in Freeze. They weren't able to get a commitment from um, Mateo Uyunglele, who went to Oregon. Still a good class. Still think it's the best class in the Big Ten. Top 10, top 12 class overall. They did lose um, commitment D- Dylan Riola, the number one prospect in the 2024 class. So we'll see long-term where it's going. Good class, not dominant. Uh, disappointing for Iowa to have the Homestown kid, Caden Proctor, five-star offensive lineman at a place that they've developed offensive lineman for years and years. Tough for them to lose him. and. He went to Alabama, of course. Uh, top 10 player from Southeast Polk High School in Runnels, Iowa. Um, you know, that was, a, that was a tough loss. No question about it. Uh, it was uh, Alabama and Oregon making a strong run, and it looked at like towards the end that they were going to lose them, but has to be disappointing to do so. A Notre Dame, they tried to hold on to Peyton Bowen, as I alluded to, but they lost him. Um, they also lost Jaden Lamarsh. It wasn't a good game day or it wasn't a good finish still an outstanding class um they're not the only top 300 level recruits to decommit from notre dame in this cycle though they lost kian keely who eventually went to alabama and they also lost running back dylan edwards who flipped his commitment to colorado when Dion was hired there so several months uh with the with the best class in the country and when you're thinking that you're going to – you add those other guys, the guys that they lost on signing day to the list, and they're, you know, they're number one, number two in the country. They ended up number four, five, you know, and then by the end of the day yesterday, 
they were in the top 10, but probably more like seven or eight. So those are some uh, thoughts on at least those classes. I thought Cincinnati struggled, obviously, with Scott Satterfield and, and losing um, Luke Fickle. Uh, some other thoughts. Um, Georgia. Oh, yeah, can't forget them. It's not anything like exciting in terms of flips or anything. It's just steady as she goes. Number one rushing defense, uh, worried about their defensive line. So what do they do? They got Damon Wilson, a musket. Um, they got him. Um, it might be the best pure pass rusher in this cycle, I think. You got him, Gabe Harris, Samuel Mpemba. Um, both those guys practicing at Georgia, they're going to be pretty good. Um, they also added um, Daniel Harris and Kyron Jones. Um, Jordan Hall, uh, lots of guys. Um, Texas, I thought, did a really good job. Arch Manning is certainly someone that that everyone is aware of. Um, But they also did others. They pulled off a shocker when they beat out Oklahoma and half the country for the pass rusher. Uh, Tosili Akina, who's currently um, in that five-star range, and he's, I think, outstanding player, along with the linebacker Anthony Hill, uh, defensive end Colton Vasek and Derek Gouillet, really good players. Um, they also were able to hold on to Derek Williams. Um, LSU worked them really hard, and and they did a really good job. Uh, Auburn, I thought, did a good job. Hugh Freeze, look, they moved up about 40, 45 spots in the rankings. Um Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. They got a flip Kendrick Falk from Florida State. Um, They flipped, I mentioned, Kalen Lee from Ohio State. They got a Juco offensive lineman, Azion Miller, and the defensive lineman, Quintrell Jamison Travis. Um, Really good job. Now, you wonder with a full year of recruiting, uh, how much better and how high can he take them? That's going to be the key. Hugh has been a good recruiter in the past, and he did it. Well at Ole Miss. We'll see how well he can do. I thought Florida State had a good class. Holding on to Hakeem Williams was really good. Uh, Miami and Colorado making a strong run at him. Kendrick Falk, uh, losing him to the the aforementioned Auburn was tough, I know. Um, But they were able to get a really good athlete in Edwin Joseph and Christopher Otto, um, versatile offensive lineman. Joseph was was a really good get there. 
and we'll see if they can get uh, Conrad uh, Hussey from Penn State. Um, so that's kind of um, some thoughts uh, overall as kind of how things shaped up. So how does it look? I'm trying to think some late news that you may have missed out on. Uh, we talked about Jahir going to, Jahir Hill going to Michigan. That was a late, and we got the the, the late um, flips that uh, for, I just mentioned from Oregon, Texas, um, and Georgia with uh, Damon Wilson. So you've got the latest, and you can check out a lot more of the details. We've got all the the information over at Landry Football. So Alabama, uh, twenty top three hundred level commitments. Uh, just outstanding. You know the names, James Smith and Jahil Hurley and Caleb Downs and uh, Yashanze Pierre and Keon Keeley and Richard Young and Justice Hayes and uh, Eli Holstein. By the way, Eli Holstein is from not far from where I'm speaking to you, um, is one of the more cerebral quarterbacks that sees the field about as good as anyone in this class. Yeah, that includes Arch Manning. So he was a one-time AM commitment, very accurate, good arm, and moves very well. And he's 6'4", 225, and he's very advanced mentally. Uh, Georgia's 17 top 300-level commitments. Um, really good uh, class. Raymond Cottrell, the receiver. The offensive tackle, Bo Hughley. Um, you know, Pierce Sperlin and, and Lawson Lucky are tight ends to – to step in um, into that role as they kind of transition into the future at tight end at corner. They got A.J. Harris and Justin Rett and Chris Peel. Really, really good. Uh, Miami, 15 top 300-level commitments. Um, I mentioned um, now we're trying to see um, with McLean, a, a long, smooth corner, Reuben Bain, the defensive lineman, Jaden Wayne, Robbie Washington, Nathaniel Joseph, Riley Williams, Samson Acuna, really good group there. Um, then you get to the guys that have, um, you know, I think Notre Dame would be another class that I would put maybe a little bit higher um, in that they've got uh, 16 top 300 level commitments. Um, Drake Bowen and Aiden Schuler, Enrico Flores, Jeremiah Love. That's some really good ones. Um, LSU's got 14 top 300-level commitments, as does um, Florida's got 16. Now, Florida maybe is taking a little bit of a hit, and and we'll see. They they like uh, Jaden Rashada, but is he going to be able to help them immediately? Um, you know, obviously getting um, Wisconsin quarterbacks not going to really help them a great deal initially, so we'll see short-term at quarterback, but – I thought the class was really good. It may be fourth best in the SEC, but you've got 16 top 300-level commitments. LSU's got 14 really, really good classes. The the 12 uh, in that range, 12 top 300-level commitments, that would be uh, Oklahoma. That would be Oregon. That would be Texas. Um, that would be Ohio State. Then you get down to that next level where you got Clemson with nine top 300 level, Penn State with eight, um, Tennessee with seven, um, A&M with seven. Um, so uh, that's kind of where, where we go. I thought that um, I would probably put USC with five, and, and, and they don't have a large class, but I think they're still working it. That's a class that looks like it's uh, on the come. South Carolina with six guys in the top 300. That's 
That's better than normal. TCU capitalizing, having better impact than they normally do, as you might expect with the season they're having on the field for top 300 level commitment. So uh, it's kind of the um, where I would go with the uh, with that Michigan with four, Florida State with six, Utah with five, which is a little better than they normally have. Arkansas with five top 300 level. Texas Tech. Joey McGuire with his Texas connections and, and the high school level big. Louisville with six, which is really good. Um, Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Uh, Ole Miss getting six. Uh, North Carolina with four. Michigan State with with five. So uh, Auburn getting four top uh, 300 level. Um, so it, it, it's about filling your needs, yes. But I think getting impact players is where you want to go. And those are some of the thoughts. Hey, we've got more details on all of these classes and all these players. We'll break them down for you. You get to see how they're ranked uh, within their league. And that's always important because you can talk about, for example, you could have if, if you were, you know, um, Florida, for example, um, you would have if you look at the top class, let's just go this way. The top classes in the country. Well, you're looking at number one, Alabama. You're looking at number two, Georgia, both in the same conference. Then you go to Miami and Oklahoma, which is really good, and Oregon. So you go, you get an ACC, you get a Big 12, which is going to soon be SEC, uh, Pac-12. Then you got Texas, which is, again, also going to be part of the SEC. Notre Dame's in there. If you're looking at um, at a Florida if, if you're ranking them up against future SEC teams, <clears throat> they would be behind Alabama one, Georgia two, Oklahoma four, Texas six, and then, you know, you'd put LSU eight. You could be um, the a top ten class and be like six in your league, whereas if you're in the ACC and you're – Miami, you got the best class in that league. It's important to kind of understand how it shakes up in the league. So we've got all that for you over at LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of the holiday savings special today. Uh, also, a reminder, you can get all the breakdowns of all the bowl games, as well as all the NFL stuff, news and notes. We got it all for you at LandryFootball.com. Also, a reminder to subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network, where you can get all of our football show content. Hey, appreciate you joining us uh, and uh, talk to you next time as we continue to break down the world of football, college and NFL over the Landry Football Podcast Network. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. 
Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.